All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming Plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. My name is Joe. I will be your handler for this operation, and I am joined by my uh, good friends and some of my mediocre friends. Uh, and I'll give them in no particular order and let you try to figure out which one is which. Uh, by Jean, playing Benedict. Hello there. Ooh, that's, Again. that sounds like a good friend. That sounds like a good one. That uh, is. That's, uh, is. By Brad. Good friends have mugs. Good friends Hello have Delta there. Green mugs, yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, <laughs> that sounds like a good friend, too. Uh-oh. That might, you might, might, be, uh, might be some competition. And by Dace, playing Benji. You're awake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I said that before you got on, Joe, and he thought it was a Skyrim reference and not a prequel reference. So oh, okay. now he countered that with an actual Skyrim reference. I'm such a bad internet nerd. I'm just not up to date on much. Just not. Up Can't to keep date my references it. straight. Mm -mm. Well, how's it going, guys? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. The, by the way, those are some nice mugs you guys got there. Yes. What is that? Ooh, uh, look at that. This takes about, about yeah. Ooh. What is it in American measures? About a quart, of coffee, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is enough uh, to closer, get us through. Closer to a gallon, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we. Uh, I got the guys some uh, some Delta Green mugs for Christmas. Uh, They're amazing. Yes. Yeah. Got They're one for himself, <laughs> and for some reason shipped it to me. No, the, <laughs> along with the other no, three. No, <laughs> because the idea is when we met for the Christmas one shot. The idea is that you would that uh, FedEx or whoever I sent it with wouldn't be terrible at their jobs, and that you would have them, and we would all unpack them there together, like like Christmas almost. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's so romantic. That's why I'm really, I'm truly trying to build nice. a romantic vibe with us. That's, uh... I feel it. Good. I'm glad you picked it, Father John. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, the Christmas season is come and gone. We're now onto the dreary, dreary January. Depending on where you are, I guess. I quite like January. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie. I like January more than I like Christmas season. Really? Is it is it is it because yeah. are you a some type of Grinchy curmudgeon? Is that why? That's, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a big fan of Santa. Mm. Of giving. Well, good news, he doesn't exist. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, oh thank <laughs> we God. have good news for you. <laughs> it was it was caught a, on camera. A ruse. Thirty-something-year-old man believed in Santa Claus <laughs> until this moment. <laughs> Do we need a good thumbnail pic? <gasps> yeah. There you go. <laughs> You'll never believe. <laughs> is it is it about the new beginnings in January? Do you do you subscribe to the whole New Year thing? Is it like a new lease on life? Do you do um um what you McCollum's resolution? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's gonna say reverberations, was... <laughs> but that's not right. That's something different. I do. Do you do New Year's reverberations? reverberations? <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> it involves a lot of drugs, like <laughs> in <does>. reverberations. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think it's just the uh, festive seasons have always been like very hectic and mm. frenetic. So mm. I, I like the respite that comes afterwards. Definitely. Not that I don't like spending time with family and everything, but yeah. uh, it does get a bit hectic. I am going to tread carefully because I know my mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Next topic, please. I do tread carefully. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brad? How's, uh, what's, how do you feel here in January? You, uh, just right back in the grind. Basically, preparing for the cold weather. Um, I like 
the holidays about just as much. Maybe more than John and Dace, but who's to say? Yeah. You know, I, I traditionally was not a big Christmas person. Um, just never was. I just never was my jam. I don't know, over the last, like, two, three years, like, I really found myself kind of letting myself get into it. Like, I don't do a lot of traveling. We don't really decorate. I mean, you have, like, a tree. I don't really decorate stuff. But just, like, kind of just let myself enjoy the aura of it, I guess. You know? Well, I only like it now probably a little bit more because the nephews. So we always have, mm-hmm. like, stuff to do with them. Basically. Yeah. It is different when it's just adults. You're all, are all kind of standing around with... <laughs> you know wearing ugly sweaters and it's like yeah it's this like this is definitely not the same but kids definitely bring that energy to it that magic they certainly bring something i don't know if i call it magic but they bring something (laughs) did you have a different experience with your nephews uh they bring flu that's what they brought me they bring disease plague stench sticky fingers Ooh, sticky fingers. Why does everything so sticky Why all the time? Why is it so sticky? Why, what did you touch? Why yeah, is it you so just sticky? Around them. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing to complain about. <laughs> it's like, the good thing is they are not your kids, so you can just uh, kind of turn them back towards their parent and you say, okay, go be sticky over there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fester in your own stickiness <laughs> in your... <laughs> miserable viscous viscosity. Yeah. Did you get <laughs> Wow <laughs> I've never I'm about to write that one down. <laughs> you can have that so one for amazing. free. Yeah. Well you guys uh you guys were up in Gatlinburg, did the whole family vacation thing with Jean in town and whatnot. Yep. Yep. Um, that was a mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. A lot of lot of lot lot of family time. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. I, the manner in which you said that was uh, a lot of family time. Keep in mind, your mom does watch, so <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I was fine. I think the highlight for me was going to the Pepper Palace. Mm. I, ooh, I remember the Pepper Palace. Yeah, I tried like fifteen different hot sauces. It was rad. Oh, yeah. okay. I was thinking like black pepper when you said that. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> just all sorts of different black peppers. Well, like, Jean, like, I mean, like, how many how many tourist trap towns in the U.S. have you been to? And how does Gatlinburg compare to their others? I quite like Gatlinburg. I was thinking about it. We'd been there before, but we only went to okay. Pigeon Forge. And Gatlinburg is, even though it's touristy, it's actually got a bit of it character. Uh, whereas Pigeon Forge feels like a, a bit of a Vegas mm. type yeah, super weird oh. hills country Vegas. I guess I've never been into the t- proper town mm-hmm. Pigeon Forge. Like all the time I've spent there is like in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, you're not missing anything. Mm. Yeah, we went to four arcades in three days. Nice. Ooh. Jesus, <laughs> that's a lot of for the kids. I'm assuming so sticky <laughs> afterwards. We ate candy that was left oh. in the arcade machine. Oh no. Just delicious. Dace, do you remember when we, when that time we went down to the coast, I think with your folks, we went to that arcade and played the Terminator shooting game. Hell yeah, dude. we spent like $20 in quarters each to get to what we assumed was the end of the game to only find out it was the second level of the game. Yeah. I was about to say, in Oxford, do y'all remember the... The prize was like a Terminator ham. Am I making that up? One of the big oh, prizes. Oh shit! No. Was yeah, like that, the... that was real. What? Yeah. 
I don't. I don't strip down robotic oh. Terminator hand. Yeah, it was yeah. just like it's like one behind the, the arcade counter, that. like just staring at you, yeah. mocking you, unattainable. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't know. I guess just the. I guess we were kind of right at the end of the primary like arcade time. Like, like by the like by the time we were kind of moving like up into. <laughs> Our teenage years, like arcades everywhere, just started to close. Like there's very few. Well, now. it's because malls started dying right. right and left, and that's where all the arcades are. Yeah. Now they're it, all online. <laughs> now that's all just gambling, which I guess is just what it was, kind of anyway. Do you guys remember? Okay, actually, let me, let me phrase this differently. Do you guys remember hearing about some friends who uh, broke into the abandoned mall? <laughs> Uh, in our hometown, do you remember those? I think a, those acquaintances <laughs> telling us about that. I think story? I heard about those distant acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> are these the same distant acquaintances that these, set a couch alight? Sounds like them. It sounds just those dudes like are them. fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <Those dudes> just, <laughs> that's what they would do. Do you, do you remember? I that? remember. <laughs> mothers are watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, like I said, it doesn't matter. They're distance acquaintances. Oh, true, true. <laughs> and statute true. of limitations, and statute, which is great for those guys. For those guys, I'm glad they have that uh, to <laughs> those protections. <laughs> oh God, but yeah, that was like you want to talk about like a liminal space of the abandoned yeah. shopping mall. Totally. I even remember. Uh, two friends playing a prank on one friend. You remember hearing about that? Yes. And yes. daring that one friend to pull something Yep. where and they already they were, knew alarm was going to go off that's and right. abandoned him. <laughs> the two friends were allegedly watching so wait, him walk up to friends? the door and just like scooting backwards like getting ready to fucking take off and leave him in the dust like you know how how alex sprinters will get down on their chocks like yeah. getting ready to run so the two friends were like literally because the two friends knew that the alarm was going to go off and the two friends got down <laughs> on your set ready get set and then uh the alarm went off and they were so far ahead of the third friend that's... You, you guys need to keep better company. I think that's you, what we learned you from Matt, this. You know that scene in Jurassic Park where uh, uh, the f girl, the female protagonist, uh, doctor is with the hunter. And he's like, I got him in my sights, and she, he's like, Run! <laughs> that's what that friend was like <laughs> when that alarm went off, just like tripping and falling. And... <laughs> it was. It was. For them, for our acquaintances, it was um, it was a truly funny time, I'm sure. And just and they told the story so well, which is why I think it's so funny now. Um, mm, vivid, vivid, vivid uh, recollection. Uh, God, it, yeah, if somebody it was else almost experiences. It, it, they told it so well; it was almost as if you were there, almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah, good times. But anyway, speaking of uh, running away from liminal spaces as fast as one can, uh, let's talk about where you guys ended up at the end. Well done. <laughs> That's I, that, I don't know. That, that, one, that yeah. was a rocky one. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about no, where you guys ended up now in this abandoned house. How about that? You guys ready to jump in? Are you excited? Yes. You're going to hit us with that recap? 
because we yes. need it desperately. <laughs> mm. And it has to be more succinct and yes, the last one was a little drawn out one. in the episode zero. But after everything that happened, let's just say that after after escaping, after being drawn back into what you thought was Delta Green by Barbas, uh, after finding out that was not true. After going to Vegas to uh, take out one of these vectors of the yellow, of the King and Yellow infection in Ophelia Citri, Michael Whitworth's fiance. After returning and being drawn into the night world via the Dorchester. After meeting a whole host of weirdos, people that you had heard about previously, Asa Darabondi, um, Mr. Wild, uh, you know, all the members, all the staff of the hospital, after being drawn through the library where you may or may not have seen yourselves in the past, after going and being pulled through the, uh, with, after summoning Bale, King Bale, or Timothy Bale, and being pulled into the theater after consuming the Patsu and narrowly for, for, for Hank, escaping the clown. You guys are in a house. A house that looks like it's for sale. Uh, everything, there's like some furniture, but it looks like, it's like cookie cutter furniture. It has no soul to it. It's definitely the kind of stuff that a realtor puts in a house. And it's all covered in sheets. You guys wake up, have a little bit of a time, for those of you who uh, had uh, <laughs> new mental breakdowns. And you guys were presented with this, uh, this kind of invitation via this clockwork child uh you guys are here you guys are back in boston you guys made it and i'm sure the world is just going great now you have with you everything that you had previously you had everything that you had on your person you had your jackets <clears throat> you have your your firearms you have all that uh one of you even has a set of keys for the van. Uh, the van that you got back in Vegas and drove cross-country in. Uh, you still have your unmarked, uh, you know, rental van that you managed to kind of get away with. Um, and if any of you peek outside, you see that you are located in a pretty kind of idyllic suburb. Um, there's a little uh, there's a little sign outside in the front lawn that says, you know, for sale. You know, it has the name of a real realtor on it. Um, and you can see that the van is parked in the driveway. Um, and the way it's kind of all arrayed, it kind of looks like, oh, it, they might be a maintenance van or a moving van or something like that. It, it all just kind of fits in. Uh, and lastly, I will remind you that on the floor of the... Um, on the floor of the actual... Um, living room is a demonic sigil. Uh, the sigil for uh, Malphas, M-A-L-P-H-A-S. Um, and after being presented with the invitation, you guys are kind of awake and ready to go. Um, so, and last time in Session Zero, we kind of talked about how you guys felt, or how your characters felt about things. So, uh, this is it. This is where we get back into the action. Dace, you got something? Or... Oh no no sorry I was just thinking is the um is the creepy little robot you said that kind of just dematerialized right Yeah like you know you two of you were kind of coming out of a psychotic state and uh 
Benedict, you know, when he takes it, and pretty much the second that anyone kind of looks away, it's gone. Yeah, but yes. Yeah. It is. It has gone. So what do you... Malthus. <clears throat> he buildeth houses, high towers, and strongholds, and he casteth down the same stones atop the heads of a conjurer's enemies. He can destroy enemies' thoughts and desires, give good familiars, and quickly bring artificers together from all places of the world. You know, the funny thing... Guys as the crow. Good? You know, it's funny. Um, you... Benji, you... And I imagine that maybe even Benji just says that out loud. Like, maybe you guys, like... Maybe you go into the kitchen, and there's, like, again, like, everything's very cookie-cutter. You know, no soul, no no individuality to it. You go in, there's, like, you know, a single set of glasses in the cabinets. You Maybe you get, like, a glass of water, and Benji's standing there, and maybe says this while standing over the seal. Um, mm-hmm. And something <laughs> strikes you, Benji. Something a little odd. You... You, f- you feel something within you. You feel something within you, not just... You feel it well up. Now, you know about the Arsgoit. Uh, Benji is, is an expert on all things occultic. Uh, one of the foremost in the world. And... You think... You think that you might... You feel like you know more about this demon than you did before. You feel like you have some insight into it. After just yeah, recounting like it. That. In fact, as Benji... Oh. Yeah, well, oh, and as Benji is standing sigil. here, Benji, you, you maybe cast your thought to another demon. You think you know a little bit about that one, even more so than that. Uh. I can feel something bubbling in my guts. I think I gotta take a lore dump. <laughs> not a lore dump. <laughs> I'm not sure these restrooms are operational, Benji. Oh, Benji, you feel like Benji, you feel like you could. You feel like if you needed to talk to this Malthus, you feel like you could find this. You feel like you could find this demon. How? Well, Benji takes a peek outside uh, outside at the sign, the realtor's sign. You see a name and a, a picture of a, uh, of a realtor wearing a, a female realtor wearing like a smart business suit. Uh, you see the name Patricia McSwain. You feel like that might be her. Wait, that might be the demon? Yeah. All right, guys, that realtor's a demon. That's Malthus <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Benedict is skeptical immediately. It's psychotic break continuing also, in his Also, I think mind. there's Jews under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> no current events. <laughs> that's not anti-Semitism. That's just current events, everyone. Let's go down. <laughs> uh, okay, let me pull up my character sheet. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a uh, alertness check. Oh, can we refresh our check marks? Yeah, did we sleep 
Are we, do we feel you know, refreshed? I'll say yeah. Let's just let's go ahead and say yeah. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> do we feel refreshed after that psychotic break? <laughs> is it a refreshing is it psychotic a, how break? How refreshing is this <laughs> break? I, like stretch up. Ah, it's like taking uh, a good the nap. Deepest sleep nightmare. you've ever had. All right, I'm gonna do an alertness like on her, and just the front. She's in the front driveway type area. Is that what you said? No, that was a, a sign. If you want to do an alertness on this oh, sign, it's a, that sorry, bears. it's a sign, not her. No, 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 no. I want this alertness check on this sign. <laughs> Wait, I, no, no. I want that's a critical the on the sign. Twenty-two. That's a twenty-two. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's actually uh, maybe maybe you find a business card uh, there on the table. You know, there's like a, maybe like a small. As you were to enter the front door, there's like a little coffee table that has like some bottles of water on it or something and like a little stand that's got some business cards in it and you see right there you see uh patricia mcswain um i show it to the guys you yeah. know and there's a there's another card as well um it says uh and with another uh another woman's little picture on it and it says marie j Malthius. There's a, another card with another name on it? Yeah, it looks like another realtor. Three, J, Malthius? Yes, Mal Malthius. With a TH as opposed to a PH. Okay. And I'm assuming this has a uh, address to her office or phone number. Yeah, there's phone numbers and office address. Looks like there are the Remax agents, perhaps in a some type of... Um, office together uh, remind me what did Bile tell us to do wasn't it pretty cut and dry like go to a hotel find a bottle I don't yeah. uh, it was the letter that we just I think given I, I think I think Bile had also told you thing. something similar he, he mostly had cryptic okay. messages about everyone playing the pot and stuff like that I'll, if I I'm, when we asked him what we should do next, he just like straight up told us. I don't think it was right? that cut and dry. Uh, that being said, it's been fucked up again. <laughs> that being said, I'm not near as hesitant about meeting a a demon as I was prior to meeting Bael. Like some of them are good folk, you know. It's discriminatory <laughs> to just automatically assume that a demon is evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of anti-demon bias out there. I, I'm gonna err on the side of not being so excited about the demons that just apparate out of nowhere. Um, I've got a general distrust of things that move mm. like that. It's a stance. <laughs> um, on on that note, how how are you both feeling? Are you okay? You uh. I know we're all excited to get back to work yeah, we and are. we're hot on the trail, but I feel a little uncomfortable and I just feel like we might need to talk about what the hell just fucking happened. I feel happened. great. I just had the most refreshing uh, catatonic break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was some fucked up shit back there in that behind the stage area. It's crazy, man. You doing all right? Benji, you look about as normal as usual and... Um, <laughs> I guess that's well, it's about to be expected, but Hank, uh, yeah, I'm a little more worried about Hank. So just just sit in the corner. You'll be okay. I'm sure. I'm sure you're fine. 
Hank, are you... And he kind of, like, gives him a, an empty pill bottle to play with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Got some change in it. <laughs> are we just... Hank, are we ready to just get back to work? I know Benji is ready for this. Are, are we just... We're back in it. Do we have any other choices? For, or we just we have frankly, to I'm not through? entirely certain what's true and what's not true of uh, uh, Benedict, but one thing I do know is I don't feel particularly... Uh, I don't want to involve anything anyone else in what we just went through. Uh, if we do take a rest, I would prefer it if we just stay uh, secluded from anyone that we care about and uh, get a hotel room. Uh, it, uh, a night in a hotel room would probably do us some good before we go straight into meeting this uh, realtor or whatever she is. Okay. And uh, Benji, Benji, get back here. Uh, we, we also have to keep in mind that Delta Green is no longer our friend or the program or whoever the fuck we were talking to it sounds like they got they got Marvus um, and Hank is more uh, on sorry Marcus he's more, they got he, Marcus uh, he's more uh, into that idea than he was prior so he would definitely agree with Benedict he doesn't want to contact really anyone to be honest so we have no support we're lone wolf I wonder if my cats are still alive As a- Hank when's the last time you talked to your boys <laughs> <laughs> my boys there's nothing quite like dragging people back into it <laughs> I can't uh, their names are kind of blurry I, I just need some sleep I can't remember if it's Junior or Jasper or JJ <laughs> right well, let's get some sleep then so you can remember your children's names <laughs> <laughs> okay well look we can we can carry on I think we have a a clear roadmap for this nightmare journey I I just I think I just wanted to check in to make sure that we all agree that this is now real and I don't know if we should think too much about what we just went through but is I don't know if there's anything we can do even now, if this by the is way, not real Hank, that was downright heroic you taking on that murder clown <laughs> that was so dumb <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really stupid guys <laughs> yeah I've never I've never went head toe to toe with anything like it it was like my strikes just went right through it, it yeah like, it was so painfully obvious that that thing would kill you in one hit but man you just went for it that's bravery right there <laughs> it didn't kill me in one hit what did it do I forgot it like it you almost died I saw bits of you floating uh, off yeah. into the ether when it touched you that that was you had no chance Next yeah, time, let's get next time I'm bringing okay. an IED, and it, we'll see what what it does against that. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yes, sure, Hank. Let's bring an IED into the fever dream of us being Not committed to into yep. an insane asylum. That's actually a really good call. I need to make some. Uh, I need to do some black market checks after we get up tomorrow. So, so right now it's probably you guys kind of came to, and it probably took you an hour or two to kind of get up and get running after you guys 
had your breaks. And, you know, it's probably about noon at this point. Um, so you have... It sounds like you guys are really interested in rest and recuperation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I just want to regroup and find some supports. Like, we need to reestablish where we are. If we're just by ourselves, yeah. then we need to operate like that. If we're not, then we need to lean on I don't think we have any support anymore, do we? Is there somebody that stood that sticks out to you I could I could always try phone my brother if I need anything uh, I'm not sure what he'd be good for I think that would be up to the narrator to figure out what Barlow's you hear the voice are, too but, um, <laughs> I'm not a I do all the time I do the whole time how, how much time has passed it. Joe have you seen it how much time has passed since you guys went into the Dorchester yeah yeah, one night. Okay. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah. If you guys now no like plug your phones or check anything, it's the next day. Rough. Do I have any messages? Um. Let's let's let the dice decide that kind of thing. You know. Let's see here. <laughs> let's see. Let's let's roll. Let's roll a d one hundred. Let's see what happens. Okay, so that's a lucky roll. What do you think is lucky here? Do you think it's lucky that you've received some messages from someone you know or not? We find a friend who can help us. That's what my definition of luck would be. We do not get contacted by the murder clown. But also, what about Delta Green? Do you want to be uh, contacted by Delta Green? (laughs) <laughs> Don't know if it's lucky or unlucky at All this right. point. We'll say, we'll say that you probably have <laughs> a um, that you probably have a passing kind of uh, message from like your brother Barlow, because uh, he's the only human okay. person you have on your bonds list, I believe. Okay. Yes. Our, our pigeons. Uh, the rest and shit. The rest are uh, Benji, who may not be a human, and, and, and a pigeon. A pigeon. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, you see, like, something that Barlow has probably sent you uh, a message about nothing in particular. Uh, maybe he says something, he sends you a text about, like, you know, um, that your your bills, you know, a bunch of your bills came, that he checked your mail while you were gone because you had had him taking care of uh, Papua New Guinea while, while you were gone, right? Um, and he says that your bills are there. He's, he's asking basically, like, he's like, what, he's like, how long are you going to be in Boston? Um, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. I think uh, Benedict would just ignore him. It, just send him thumbs a thumbs up, up emoji. Up. Okay. emoji. <laughs> just, you don't answer the question. Uh, you just, <laughs> you just, yep. Don't answer. But uh, do I feel more reassured that he's still alive or anything me like that? How Benedict feels. I, I think he's he's a bond, so he's glad that Barlow still exists, and that's something he can latch onto. So he's a little bit more reassured that reality is coming in because of the, yeah. the mundane message. So I, I think he'd feel yeah. a little more sane, maybe. Don't Joe, know about that. I think he'd feel that's more sane. <laughs> I can't. I can't blame Damn you for it. trying. <laughs> Hank's looking at, while all uh, this happens, looking for all very right. uh, low budget. Like no one would 
think to find us there type hotels. Hotels, okay. Um, hotels, rather. Okay, do you think that there is a... Do you think that there's a particular skill that one would use for that? Or are you just going to find a rent-by-the-hour, just, like, low-end kind of place? Um, that. Like okay. a rent-by-the-hour type low-end. Yeah, uh, like, you guys, you find one in one of the kind of the seedier areas of Boston, like, kind of on the edge, like, between, like, a middle class and a little bit of a seedier area. Um, it kind of place that is probably, uh, frequented by, uh, prostitutions, you know, kind of stuff, you know, being on the edge of a place area where people have money versus where people don't. Um, you find one that, you know, you're not entirely sure is not going to end up with you getting bed bugs, uh, but... At this point, you're just looking for something, something uh, easy, right? You're looking for something that's well, basically, where no one. It would be harder for someone to find us that was looking for us. Type is the main. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna really make you roll for that specifically. You were able to find something like that. Um. Something pretty off the grid. Uh. You find. Uh. You know the snooze in. Uh. And it's. It is very much a rent-by-the-hour kind of place. Uh, you're able to find that online. Is that where you guys are going to head then? What is, like, are, is the intent here is just to go and rest up? Is that kind of what you want to do? I think so. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe get a more solid plan in the meantime. Uh, also, in the night, find out a little bit more about this realtor uh, and revisit the note. Even though it was cryptic, I do want to revisit that note and figure because that's probably going to lead us to our main objective. Um, right. Let's see with this note. Mm-hmm. I think like getting back on our terms mm-hmm. is the objective here because we just got the equivalent to <laughs> nightmare roofied and dropped in a house that we're unfamiliar with and with a sigil on the floor. So like to get back under yeah. our control. Seems Actually, I'm going to change something I said earlier. Uh, your van is not in the front. It's actually in the garage. So you can actually go into the garage. Um, you know, and there's like a clicker like for the garage, like sitting on the front seat. The, our van is, I guess I missed that. Our van is in this random house that we woke up in. Yes. Yeah. Who the fuck did that? God, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Benji, you're right. I don't trust this. Everything's burned. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Strip. Everybody, <laughs> strip down. Um, um, but yeah. Actually, can uh, Benji would like to search for bugs. Okay. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make um, me that Let role. me figure out what skill. What? Are we looking for golden bugs? Why not? Or bro? regular microphone bugs? I was thinking regular microphone bugs. Because... What... Trying to figure out what skill to roll for this. Probably a search. search. Unless you have oh, some specialty uh, in surveillance. That's like kind of stuff. I don't think you do. Okay. I'll also help if I can. Let me see what you guys got. Ooh, what was that? Success. Uh, oh, what have I done? <laughs> for Benji. You succeeded myself out of roll 20. Oops. <laughs> that's a 20... 20- yeah, 29 under 50 for well, Benji, you succeeded. and 63 over 57. Uh, you guys start digging through. Uh, this is this is indeed is the Jambulance. Um, you know, and you start looking through. Um, the keys are in the ignition. 
like I said, there was a garage clicker sitting there on the front seat. Um, and uh, it looked very much looks like everything. All the Arby's wrappers are right where you left them. Um, you know, it's, there's a, you know, whatever the large size of a watered down where the ice is melts, melted Sprite from where uh, Benedict uh, left it right there in the cup holder. Uh, you you kind of look up and down far and wide. You can't really derive anything. It doesn't look like that this thing has been messed with. Uh, you would go so far as to say this thing looks almost, almost unnaturally exactly like you got out of it at the Dorchester. But everything's well, I don't here. think there's any bugs, but it's suspiciously uh, the same. Looks exactly like when we left it at the Dorchester. Also... You do still find your directional mic and your remaining IED, because I think you had two originally, didn't you? So, yeah, so, the IED is still yeah. sitting in the back. Benji picks it up and casually tosses it towards Hank. For the clown next time. Thank you. You got him next round, buddy. <laughs> he just puts it on our <laughs> So, um, Hank, taking a closer look, it seems like, you know, he's looking at the note that was given to us, you know, uh, seems like the first objective there. Uh, Hank's kind of getting himself together, getting trying to get focused back to old Hank, maybe uh, the next step in the case. And, you know, just number one is find the hotel. And then yeah. he's looking at Malthus, um, who yeah. seems to be connected to this realtor or the realtor, as uh, Benji says. And one of the top functions or main things is. Uh, demon can do is it builds towers and houses so Hank's wondering if this demon might have some insight to where this like hotel is the broad album hotel what reality what plane how to get there has something to do with building towers you know possibly even labyrinths which is second the list would uh would one of you guys uh read the note again for just just for a listening audience again just so they can uh get an idea of again, of the invitation that you guys received from the Clockwork Child. Kind of hard Where? for me to read the text, honestly. Is it okay. the... Find J.C. Linz at Hotel Broad Album. Go now, find the hotel, the labyrinth, the author, his bottle. The city, the lake, its shadow. Yes. The battle? Then... The party, the dance, the girl in blue, the one singing. Nothing is true except out is through. Love and kisses from Abby. Have we not been to the Hotel Broad Album before? We've never actually been inside, I don't think. You guys have heard a lot have about we... it. Yeah, I think we've we seen it? it. Or did we just like well, see it in a scene? <laughs> there is pictures. We don't. I had mm-hmm. a, s- a suspicion that the night floors was essentially the hotel this like 1920 thing I don't know if that's true or not but that was my thought at first was whenever we went into this like 1920 type spot it was brought out in hotel um, I remember never... spe- I remember specifically Joe describing us seeing doors and there is like an ornate iron bee on them right. or something Yes. when did that happen you guys had seen those in pictures of Asa Darabondi 
um, of him standing in front of this building, it not being identified. And that was where, remember, and this this is a while back. This goes back into chapter one. Um, keep in mind, we're in chapter three now. So, I mean, it's, it's been a minute. It's been o- probably over a year. Um, there was a bit where you guys were able to look in the picture and do some CSI enhance, you know, like, you know, kind of thing on one of the reflections. And you determined that uh, you thought you could see the Eternal Flagstaff, which is in uh, Madison Square Park in New York. But when you went there, you didn't find a hotel. But that's where you found the bookshop. That's where you ran yeah. into Robert Robert. Um, and then when Hank, in the last scene where Hank was running from the clown um, in the Dorchester, or in the theater, in the backstages, um, he had seen originally what appeared to be to him in a way that looked like he was looking at the Dorchester from a long way away. Or, or sorry, the broad album. But it actually was like a, a, a miniature. Like, you know, like a, like, an, like a very, very granularly detailed uh, miniature of the hotel with its big letter B's and, you know, people filing in and out of it. What's the name of that park again? It's uh, Madison. It's Madison Square, I think. I believe. That sounds right. All right, guys. I had a crazy idea. What if we go to Madison Square Park at night? <laughs> it's a crazy idea. Uh, I would be willing to okay. try that before okay. we uh, That is in a talk. different city. <laughs> oh, is that in True. New York? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I forgot we're in Boston. Uh, not that you can't go there. I like. I, I don't want. I don't want. want I'm just saying, it's in a different city. It's not. You can't just go there tonight. If I'll be frank, I would be. I'd be willing to try anything before we get anyone else involved. But uh, so I would be willing to go back yeah. to New York and try to find it ourselves before we rope in this realtor. But uh, that's just my take. When we get to the hotel I mean, and get the Wi-Fi password, I'm going to look and try to search some more stuff about um, this woman online. Maybe it'll steer us in a direction whether to go to her or back to New York. That sounds like a plan. Hmm. Okay. Um, on the way to the hotel, Benji is going to text his ex, Zara, and ask if she can check up on his cat. I don't think she's your ex. Are we together? Did I forget that? I thought you guys were together. Thought you she was your fiance. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I assumed we were exes because it's like we haven't talked to <laughs> each other the, the entire the entire <laughs> campaign. Well, keep uh, in mind, no exchanges. You like well, keep it's in mind. Been a chapter day. two. Yeah, it's only been <laughs> it's only been several days. Or like, well, you guys, I think the entirety of everything. Actually, I have. I should probably. I have a list of when everything started. Um, I mean, we fucked off to Vegas, and I didn't say anything to her, so I just assumed. <laughs> it's are, are a imp- relationship. Yeah, are you implying that's not the basis for a strong relationship? <laughs> We're like two house cats living together. You like never tell anyone you're going to Vegas night. if you're going to Vegas. Um, yeah, so it's currently the 14th of September. You guys have been in Boston everything. And this is crazy. This is the way that tabletop games work. You guys have been in Boston and doing shit for about a week. Yeah. Like we've wow. been back from Las Vegas for Feels a week. Like a year. No, no, no. Since chapter 2 started. 
Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's we were in Boston, went to Vegas, and been back, and that all took a week, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm okay, looking at it now, case. and I think I forgot to account for the days that it took you to drive from Vegas back to Boston, which I think had said took, like, two days. Yeah. So we're going to say it's actually the 16th of September which is a Wednesday um alright uh so but you're gonna so message, but you're gonna message Zara is what you're gonna do yeah I'll, I'll send my fiance that I haven't talked to in a week a thumbs up emoji <laughs> uh, say that again you broke up a little bit for me <laughs> I will I'll send my fiance that I haven't talked to in a week a thumbs up emoji <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like, do you think that you have have been, have met Texter and stuff throughout your time while you've been in Boston here and there? It, well, I was going to say that's what a normal person would do, what but would this is Benji you were talking about. So you're probably, saying no? Probably would have. Um, I mean, she would have to be aware of his like fascination with the occult, so he probably would have been like. Hey, hon, um, digging into something real deep. Uh, might not be home for a few days. Uh, love you. Okay, and you... That, that would be within Benji's character. Like, she wouldn't be surprised by that. Okay, she, yeah, she knows that you get into your work. You know, and she, she sends you, like, a text back. That's basically, like, you know... Uh, you know, like, I, like, you know, like, that she's worried. You know, it's like, asking you, is everything Okay. Uh, do you know when you're gonna be back? Kind of thing. Um, does she seem? Does she send pictures? That, I'm gonna say. No. <laughs> does she send nudes? <laughs> no, there's. She doesn't send you anything <laughs> back. Maybe she sends you because you. She's staying at your place, right? She lives with Benji, or does she have her own place? What do you think? We would probably live together. Okay. She sends you a picture of your cat, uh, whose name I don't recall. I think the old one was breakfast. I think there is a uh Yeah. It's been a while. Second it to Alibaba. One of the cats is Alibaba. Yeah. That'd be a very old cat though. She sends you a picture of your ancient cat Alibaba. Uh you know. <laughs> it just keeps on ticking. <laughs> Ain't nothing take him down. Yeah. But yeah. And she says, you know, okay. be careful, asking kind of when you'll be back and stuff like that. But what you'd okay. expect, really. Um. Anybody? Yeah, I'm gonna just text you back. I'm not sure yet. Blah, 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 anybody blah, else whatever. wanna wanna reach out to the loved ones? That's uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Already yeah. done. Okay, Thumbs so done. so is the plan then? Are you guys going to the snooze in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's you know it's probably about a 45 minute drive. You guys are able to pile into the van. Um and click the button the garage door goes up and you guys are able to exit this place and you know and probably for the casual observer it probably looks like that you know some some workmen were were at the house um benji as you as you're leaving if you know we'll say benji's sitting in the passenger seat um you look out again at the uh remax you know realty for sale sign with the image of this woman on it and you were just you're so uneasy of this feeling that you have within her, within you, that 
And it's something that you guys had actually talked about while you were in the night world when you were talking about, I think someone had hypothesized it. I don't remember who it was. They're like, are these demons all just regular people? Uh, well, something that came up. And you kind of have this idea, kind of go through your head, like, like, is this, like, yes, like, Benji's super into all this and wants to know and wants knowledge. But there is this feeling that's like, this could be dangerous. Like, you, you don't know. Uh, but she looks so innocuous there on her, in her sports coat, you know, her little sign in, in this suburb. Mm. You guys pull out and you make it to the snooze in about 45 minutes. You drive through some bad parts of town to kind of get there. You come up on it. You, uh, they are, you know, you, the three of you, who goes in? Does anyone go in specifically? Hank will go in. Uh, you check for bed bugs. I'm terrified of bed bugs. Then I'll come in. Well, I, I figured he'd pay at the front. He's like, oh, he doesn't have any money. He's like, uh, Benedict, uh, I need some money. <laughs> oh God damn it, you people! I'm running out of money. But he'll begrudgingly. You, you have a few money. standard purchases left, don't you? Go oh, ahead dude. and wipe one I of need those. A couple. Um, are you for this shitty hotel? Are you? Well, how long are you for this okay. shithole? Well, okay, how are you playing? I'm paying. Are you just swiping a card, or are you throwing some cash at it? Because we're gonna say that we're gonna say that your illicit money no, no, no. is basically cash based and almost uh, untraceable. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he'll hand over some cash. I mean, like guys, no longer using credit cards. No, no more digital yeah. trails. All right. If you need money, talk to me. And if we're out of money, we'll go break into an ATM. Sounds good. Uh, he'll go in, you know, pay for it, and be like at the front desk. He'll be like, "Now, if someone comes around asking for, if three older fellas in a van stop by, you know what to say." And hands are a little bit extra. Okay, yeah, the lady there. She goes. <laughs> she she takes the money. She takes the money that you gave her for the room. How long? She asks. She does ask you at the beginning. How long do you want to stay? Just one night? Like, what do you? She she does we'll see the that one, there's. We're gonna say one night, and we'll come back if we want uh, an extra okay. night. Well, I, I actually, she might tell you that you can only do one night at a time. You know, that's just the kind of place it is. Uh, but she does see these you other gotta, two men in the van. She's like, no parties. You got a <laughs> continental breakfast? <laughs> is Benji there? She's yelling from the van. <laughs> hey, hey! Hey! Ask if they have the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Hank, you're you're in there, and she, you know, she takes the money, extra money you give it, and sticks it in her shirt pocket. She's like, she's like, uh, she's like, oh, don't worry, uh, we, don't worry, we'll uh, we'll take good care of you. Uh, Hank, go ahead and make me that alertness check. Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, Tell me what you get. Uh, success nine. Hank, you, you you know a lot of dingy places like this. They'll have security cameras, right? And they'll have the TV, you know, screen with the cameras on it, so that you can see that there's cameras. That's the whole reason they have that, as uh, so they want people to know they're being surveilled. Hank, you look, you look up at the camera, and you see you see your van. Uh, maybe you can just make out Benji, you know, uh, sitting there in the side of it, you know, as you guys are pulled up outside. 
There's, you know, there's probably like six cameras in this whole place. But you look, and you look at yourself, and there's some type of weird digital artifact that you cannot make out your face at all. Mm. Like, and then as, and maybe Hank, you see this, and maybe Hank, like, kind of, like, moves to the left or moves to the right a little bit. You know, trying not to look weird in front of this lady. You can't make out your face whatsoever. Oh, shit. Hank doesn't comment on it. Yeah. And she says, she's like, uh, what name should I put down? She seems um, to be, she doesn't ask for an ID or anything. You know, she's like, uh, what, what do you want uh, to put down for the room? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom doesn't, doesn't check up. Tom Cruise. <laughs> junior. She, she junior. She writes Cruise with two O's. Uh, <laughs> and says, okay, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Cruise. Have a good evening. Remember, no parties, you three. No worries uh, about that. But he's still kind of like looking at the video. Weird. Okay, uh, you guys make it up. You're able to take your duffel bags wherever you have. And you guys had packed, you know, to come to Boston and to go to Vegas. You know, you uh, um, you have all your stuff with you. I want to establish how, much, how many weapons we have. Because I'm looking at my character sheet, and it's just like a jumbled mess of every single item that I've ever had throughout oh, all three oh, chapters. Oh, damn it. We had said originally that you guys had brought your pistols and I believe the shotguns and someone has a rifle. I think Hank might have a rifle and I think the other two of you have Carcosian shotguns. I have a rifle. Um, mm-hmm. Hank has all uh, sorts of shit. Hank yeah, has his whole tactical... I have a you know, heavy pistol, an M4, a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. I've got the same except no shotgun. I thought you had brought... Okay. Also have a club, that was from but I think that was from the, the night world. You don't have that. Anymore. Uh, yeah, I, don't I thought that. you had had a shotgun, but if you say you don't, you don't. I think I was the only one that pulled a shotgun. They got rifles at that, the time when we were getting more shit, but now no, I no, have They no, you have a rifle. They both had Carcosian shotguns that they got from the library or from the bookshop at some point in time. For sure, but I just also have a regular shotgun. Okay. Uh, you can give that shotgun to Benedict if you want. Uh, Benedict, you can have a tactical shotgun. It's like a your your, your classic like police do. twelve gauge. Um, so yeah, that's all your weapons. You also have the jamblets, and you have a single IED. You have some flashbang grenades, directional mic. Yeah, you have, if you have some well, some equipment. When we get into the hotel, the room, Hank's also going to search the room. Okay, go ahead and roll me that roll. Benji will as well. Success, 57 under 64. Never mind. <laughs> um, it's cleanish. The, the, the sheets are clean. It's a, it's a, it's a two, a double queen, uh, room. Um, and you, so someone's either gonna, you, two of you are gonna have to cuddle or one of you will crash on the couch. Um, it's, yeah, it's cleanish. You don't find anything interesting in the room. What's the bed bug situation, Hank? No bed bugs. No bed bugs. Alright. Yeah. Um. I guess we're uh, settling in for the night. Hank wanted to do some research. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh. Yeah, I guess I might as well roll. I'm gonna use 
uh, the Wi-Fi, and um, let's see if I can roll something uh, search-based. I guess there's not like a technology search search-based. Give me something like, jeez, I don't know, like like maybe a bureaucracy or a history yeah. or something like that. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, bureaucracy is what I'm going to roll. Okay. Just to find, uh, you know, kind of go deeper than the first Google page on this. Right. Person. What do you, what do you failure? Look for? Doesn't matter. Failure. Okay. Uh, what what were you looking for, like? Um, I was looking at anything uh, about her history prior to re- realty. Or, oh, you know. the uh, Malthus. The, yeah, the demon you'd see. Okay, yeah, uh, you can't find it. You might maybe find a LinkedIn page or something. It's not interesting. Gotcha. Benji is thinking about, like, he's just trying to predict the shitstorm that they're about to walk into, and I think I want to roll a Carcosian Clockworks to see if I can figure out what type of weapon would be most effective against these constructs, like. <sighs> Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the uh, ID nice. worked pretty damn good against that t- terrifying baby. Yeah. I sure. think it would be but like, okay. Well, do what if there's like a fucking ferret chloride bomb that just like instantly flash rusted all the parts? Okay. Make this me, might be. Make, oh. Yeah, but make, make me a roll. Let's see what you get. If you if you do really well, might give you something. Rolling. Bringing in that real-world knowledge, I like it. What did I get? What did I get? Oh, it's some uh, bullshit. Failure, forty-two failure. over thirty-six. You think that these things are probably—I mean, they're not exactly organic, and the means by which they work does not entirely make sense. Um, you know that the IED—you are fairly sure the reason the IED killed this thing is because it just did so much damage at once. Like you yeah. think that was the big thing? It was just like it was just a devastating attack. Um, you think that these things are if if Benji is sure of anything now, is that these things are very very dangerous. Like and that killing them, like kind of similar, like when you guys attacked the mannequin, um, you know when you guys were in the library, these things are dangerous and difficult to kill. They're probably unpredictable, and the means by which they work, it doesn't have to make sense. And there's a part of Benji that understands it, of how they work, how they're powered, but there's a big part of them that doesn't. You know, like okay. because it doesn't make sense because it's not natural. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Benji types in on Google how to kill clowns. You find a lot of stuff. You know that scene in Zombieland where he uses the hammer at the end on the zombie clown. You get you get several iterations of that. Uh, hey guys, check this out. <laughs> You've uh, the done it wide open there. And he just like stares at it and it's like the kill build. <laughs> <laughs> like like zooms in on his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that hilarious, Hank? Let's watch it again. And again. <laughs> 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 a bead of sweat trickles down his forehead. So what are you guys gonna do? You're just gonna get some pizza right, so and fold well, the- there there probably is a couch, you can probably fold out the couch bed. Uh, like so, one of you could sleep on that. Yeah, um, I think Benedict wants to 
chat to the lady in the front to maybe try and get some surveillance or an idea of how exposed they are tactically. Hmm. Okay, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could. Can I go persuade oh, her okay. to like, let us know? Anyone or give us a ring if anybody shows give up. Give you a ring. Okay, if you want to persuade mm-hmm. her to do that, then why don't yeah. you use your persuade skill? Um, oh, I'm such a persuasive character. Sixty oh under sixty-one. Nice. <laughs> So I think that's the first that's time he's ever persuaded somebody. Oh, and that's some tea. Technically some tea, a please. really strong I need tea as well. Because the higher it is and still succeeds, it's yeah. technically better. Um, you you don't have to pay her off again. Maybe she, and she's already been sure been buttered up a little bit, right? You know, uh, my darling. She and you know Here what? We go. And maybe she does. Maybe she does. You know, you ask for some tea bags, <laughs> and she pulls out. You know, it's like shitty. <laughs> shitty tea you know like she she pulls out some little tea bags and like gives you like a little coffee maker like they don't just give you the coffee maker in the room you have to come ask for it uh so they she gives you like the little ah. coffee maker and she uh she's like she's like oh yeah you know like if uh you know your friend there uh and she kind of for a second she kind of like it's like she's gonna say his name she kind of looks up and kind of has this vacant look on her face she's like yeah uh we can uh we can absolutely uh, if anyone comes looking for you, asking around, I'll give you a holler. How about that? Just come visit me uh, before you guys leave, okay? Gives you a wink. <laughs> Benedict is into it. He's like, yes, yes, ma'am. Reminds me of home. I like it when Such you call me ma'am. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you think that you, you, you seem to be able to persuade her, and she tells you that, you know... Uh, that her, you know, that she'll let the next person know, come in, you know, to keep an eye out for you. Mm-hmm. All right, Benedict will also mention this to the rest of the guys coming back to the room, that it seems like she struggled to remember your name, and not just because she was being coy, but I think she legitimately wasn't. Something's, mm-hmm. up. Something's up there, Hank. Interesting. Strange. So, well, fellas, uh, how I think I made it where I stand. I would prefer to find these this hotel ourselves, but we've had no luck. Uh, this, I mean, Benji, with uh, you've we've been to these other realms. I mean, how hard do you think it would be for us to find this hotel ourselves? Part of me thinks the only way to do that not necessarily going back to New York but possibly the hotel where we found the evidence for you know I forgot what that was the room the boxer you know, hotel room 616 you know we definitely mm-hmm. we definitely know we, we also found Jay Lins's jacket yeah, there we could yeah. possibly skip a few steps and go straight to the lake you know we're swimming if we go through the mirror uh, that'd be very risky that sounds extremely dangerous. You and I both saw that Leviathan swimming around in there. We gotta get some more info on that. We gotta figure out how to protect ourselves. That'd be suicide just trying to swim through them waters. Bennett, Benji, do you remember, or have you ever come across anything about tattoos in your studies? Yeah, I, I got the whole dang Ars Goetia tattooed on my body. Naturally. Just a shirt up. Because 
Because the lady at the top of the program, she had those voodoo protection tattoos, and maybe there's something like that that might help us at this point. Mm. Let me dig through my vast amount of knowledge. <laughs> Benedict is all up for that at this point. He may have we gonna get some prison tats. Reservations about tattoos. <laughs> it's stick and He's poke. He's gonna get some voodoo oh, prison tats. Sticky pokey. Oh, yep. Classic stick and poke. Uh, can I roll a cult to see if there's any sort of glyphs or wards, protective glyphs? You know, funnily enough, I would probably say. You know, that's really more of an unnatural thing. If you're looking at, I don't know, like you can give me your occult. If you do, if you do really well on it, then we may, you may be able to do something with it. Would I get a better result if I succeeded on an unnatural? I'd say you get a better result if you succeeded on unnatural. All right, let's gamble. Uh, what was that? Oh, major failure. 76 over 28. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, you don't get anything. You don't get anything. You think that, like I said, I think when you guys have seen them, you, like, just Benji with his extreme occult knowledge, you would know that that's, like, you think that it's, um, that's Caribbean in nature, probably related to voodoo or, um, voodoo or actual, or, like, the classical, actually, like, voodoon. Um, and protection from hoodoo, which is like black magic. Um, but beyond that, you don't know if it's necessarily something specifically has to do with this. It's also worth noting that when you are like, you know that this stuff exists and the study of these things exists already. And I think that you don't know if, you know, those, keep in mind, this is a high ranking member of Delta Green. The idea that somebody is fiddling around with protective runes might be, you know, kind of makes sense. This is really creepy. Since all this is going on, I just got a text from an unknown number says, Wild wants to talk, says you owe him a story. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is Joe. Joe's messing with us now in real life. Brilliant. What's that number? Uh, well, we're recording. I'll say it afterwards. No, it's you can say it. Huh? You can say it. Uh, six one six four eight three two two three five. Six one six is familiar. Is any other? Or does anything else stick out? Wait, is this part of the game? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Is, oh God, is it? What? Oh my yeah, God, too much. That's amazing. This is, uh, this is, this is crossing well a line, done. man. This okay, is crossing a line. Oh, wild. Okay. Uh, uh like, yeah. Yeah. He, he, we do owe him a story in exchange for wow, the, nice the, job, the information that he gave us. Uh, Hank's like, Hank's like. Oh my God. Uh, Fellas, uh, I got a text. Um, and then he's, no, no, Brad know. got that text. Oh, okay, <laughs> Brad, not not hanging. Um, <laughs> okay, layers on layers. Oh Lord, who was wild again? Um, he was the guy with the fucked up face. Yeah, yeah, Mister Wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, uh, we sort of circumnavigated him and went straight to uh, the source. 
We didn't. We never actually agreed oh, to God. give him a story, did we? I think you did. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. we did. We agreed, but we never gave it to him. Uh, Brad, 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 send him a number. Send him a message. New phone. Who does? Hank does that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you send a message. Uh, you see the little dots appear, like the person is res- is responding, and it stays that way for like five minutes and then goes away. So you think that they um. <laughs> Uh, Joe, is it fair to say that if Benji does some research about this tattoo thing, that I could roll another unnatural tomorrow? Because I really like this idea. Okay, I will say, you know, so we're, we're getting kind of late in the afternoon here. If Benji wants to spend the rest of the night beyond sleeping, um, doing this, just doing this, that tomorrow he can roll another one. Cool. How about that? He's going to, do I have any pills on me? He pats himself down for pills. Roll that luck roll. Gotta get in the zone. Uh, 33. That's a critical success. Uh, you know, you... Nice. You, you know, you're you... Yeah, you, just, you open your pockets and just... Xanax just come spilling out. Uh, <laughs> no, you, uh, you... You think you're like... At first, you pull out the pill, the bottle you have in your pocket, and there's like two in there. But then you remember... Oh, wait. I'm an idiot. You reach down there and inside, folded up in one of your socks is an entire new bottle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have you been walking around with this bottle in your no, 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 whole in time? His bag. Sock pills. No, no, in his bag. Oh, okay. Pulled it up in a, a clean pair of socks. I was wondering what sort of sounded like a maraca every time <laughs> I took a step, and it was my sock pills the whole time. Type of classic sock pills. <laughs> Okay, Might uh, have given us our position away a couple times. Sorry about that, fellas. So that's what Benji's going to be doing for the rest of the afternoon. Um, what about the other two of you? Is like, is there anything else you want to do, or do you just want to kind of like, you know, just settle in and get ready to rest? Mm-hmm. There's that other realtor that nobody's looked into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie J. Malthius. Mary. Marie. Yeah. Um... Do you guys have... I don't remember. Do you guys actually have a hard copy of the Ars Goetia? I don't know if you... I mean... I don't think so. I have mentioned multiple times that it's... I've got it tattooed on my body. Okay, so... uh, At some point in time, Benji has his shirt off. uh, And... And one of you guys are just kind of reading the Ars Goetia off him. Uh, I actually... Like, I will say that, you know, you've made it clear to these guys and that you've probably been able to find an online copy. Um, You... You recall uh, one of you other guys... Actually, the two of you give me intelligence checks. Benedict and... uh, Benedict and Hank. Give those to me. Success... 26 under 70. Uh, Benedict, you recall that... Uh, you recall that, yes, there is a Malthus, and that was the seal. But you recall there's also... Or sorry, that there is a Malthus. That was the seal you find, but there's also a Malthus. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which bears a striking other. resemblance to, uh, to Marie J. Malthus. So one has a PH and the other one has a TH. Um, does anyone want to mm-hmm. read the entry for Malthus? 
Malthus, or Halthus, is an Earl of Hell, commanding 26 legions of demons, who is said to have a rough voice when speaking. He is often depicted in the shape of a stork. Malthus buildeth towers, filled them with ammunition and weapons as Hell's own armor. He is a prince of Hell. He is also said to send his legions into battle or to places designated by higher commanding demons. That's sick as fuck. Build them with ammunition and weapons as Hell's own armor. Armor. So it's two of them together working at this like, Remax. Yeah. So cards for both of them, for both of this uh, Marie J. Malthius and Patrick McSwain. Or Patricia McSwain, pardon me. I think we need to hook up with Malthus and get some hellish explosives. Let's get some guns. <laughs> All right, Hank has one more thing he wants to do, like at the late at night, if everyone's whenever one else is fine. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, Benedict as well, but his is going to be a little bit more esoteric. So he's he's going to sit very quietly, like he's probably going to try and meditate and and think deeply uh, to try and make sense of that entire experience. I don't know if there's a... I think what I'm trying to do is maybe derive some insight into the nature of what we just went through. And is meditation like an occult activity? Hmm. Was it like personal human to introspect? Ooh. That's not a great stat that I've got there. What a shame. Let's do it. That's a success. Nice. A 40. Under 45. Okay. Um, what do these meditations look like? I mean, are you literally sitting? Were you flashing something? No, I was looking for something. Uh, um, uh, what, do, what do these meditations okay. look like? Like, what is Benedict doing? Uh, he's, he's trying to think back through the entire nightmare dream that was shared. He's trying to piece together pieces of that overlaid with the characters like Ed and the weird Dr. Max friend and his like his likeness to Dr. Dallin and Asa Darabondi and all the characters that overlaid with our regular lives. Um, and I think he's trying to focus on understanding what the meaning of Patsu was if that was like reality embodied in this weird yeah. place. So I think he's just trying to make sense and piece something together about that experience. A lot of it you're not able to come to anything. I mean, you are just, you know, you're sitting here. Um, but, you know, one of the things that you do kind of come to a conclusion is like the idea of Dallin. It seems that some, you know, as you're really thinking about it, the what you mentioned, the similarity between Dallin and Friend. Um, even this kind of go between 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 Mr. Wild and Ed Wist, um, but mm-hmm. then oddly enough, then there was Timothy Bale, who seemed to be represented in both places. Um, it's hard, it's hard to say because it's like it seems that in many ways that there are things that are people are mirrored, right? That people are mirrored, but they're mirrored imperfectly, or they're mirrored just a little bit differently. Um, and as you're thinking, did we ever catch a glimpse of ourselves in that world? You caught. You thought you'd caught a glimpse in the library of the scene where you and Benji had found the guns um, mm. in the bookstore. Yeah, in the bookstore. Right. But as 
But I mean, like in the mirror. Sorry to keep harping this point, but did we ever see ourselves in this world? Were we mirrored in some way, or did we just appear to be ourselves in this? There was nothing specific, but to that end, you at some point in time, Benedict goes into the bathroom, small bathroom, decently clean. Go in and you're looking in the mirror, and you remember this world that was beyond the mirror, this vast ocean that's beyond the mirror. And I would say that before Benedict necessarily realizes what he's doing, he finds himself tracing his own version of the oh, yellow no. sign on the mirror. Much like you had seen, originally you had seen the marks in the Samahina home. Benedict begins to make out the sign. He begins to draw it out with his fingers. And there's a moment where you detect just the slightest of ripples in the surface of the glass. Mm. You pull your fingers back. It's like that scene in, in The Matrix where like you pull it back and it kind of sticks to your finger for a second. <laughs> okay. He's going to wash his face and get out and try and tell the guys, listen, just uh, found myself drawing the symbol. Um... Maybe we need to go to the bathroom together from now on. <laughs> you never know. Did your hand start to go through the mirror? Yep. Yeah, I've done that yep. before, too. <laughs> Pretty trippy. Yeah. <laughs> Happens to all of us. I don't like it. No me gusta. <laughs> no I me mean, it'd be, be pretty sick if we could make our own portals to the labyrinth. No one wouldn't have to go nowhere. Oh. Just at will, into the night floors. What if we both trudged it I together? I love your enthusiasm. What if I come behind you and hold your hands like that scene in Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Hank uh, will take the couch and sort of keep watch the night yeah. whenever they're, uh, you know, ready to go to sleep. Um, yeah, and he that'll that'll make Benedict sleepy. He'll, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, super late, get up and start smoking and look at the text. And then realize that 616 is the name, is the room number they were in. Right. Or, or sorry, I think, yeah. Yeah. So now he suspects that's where he'd have to go to talk to Wilder, or they would have to go. Hmm. But, um, uh, now, uh, I guess he's just gonna let the paranoia take him. He's, you know, looking at the text, uh, the Benedict saying he couldn't, the front lady couldn't quite remember his name the blurred image of his face uh this is a lot but i'm uh, let's i'm gonna try to do this as less intense as possible joe if possible he wants to try to go to the control room where they had the tape and rewind the tape and look at them like entering the hotel and stuff like that there's not really a control room this is not that kind of establishment right but i'm sure there's like an office where the tape is being recorded of sorts there might be like a small office kind of behind the counter um, where the, the person sits at the front. Um, if you want to try to convince this person that you can go in there. No other door to the office. There's probably a door to the office. There might be a window that acts that's out to the back of the building if you want to try to sneak in. Um, otherwise, otherwise, like, you know, you think that maybe... 
you know, maybe you're still in these people's good graces. Maybe you could, you know, you do have some, you know, you have a badge, you know, and that kind of thing. You could always kind of try to swing your weight around or you could just try to persuade, you know, or you could sneak. You pull out uh, your gun, put it in their face. Tell them to let you see the fucking tapes. <laughs> um, Hank is, uh, will try to persuade and could he maybe get a an advantage on that since he's in their good graces roll me a luck roll okay failure 84 it's a new um, it's a new new person by the time you get out there a shift has changed so okay you're gonna have to, gonna have to do it raw Hank uh raw you say raw. um Hank is going to uh, go the bad route and says, uh, "Excuse me, uh, sir, Matt, man or female?" Or just... I will say it's a man. Excuse me, sir. I don't know if uh, yeah, the uh, person that was here before told you the whole situation, but uh, we have a little bit of agreement, and if uh, it's not too much to ask, I would like to. Uh, step into the office and look at some tape uh, investigation you understand it, and he shows his badge okay uh roll me like a persuade you can take plus 20 this is like it's like a 19 year old you know who like has like a textbook out in front of them you think that maybe they might be a student they're like working the night shift failure shit wow he's like, he's like I, I, I don't know I don't know man like I I don't think I can show you show you this um but like even while you're standing here you're still looking you're looking at this at the screen you can still see your face is all fucked up mm. like it's like someone has put a filter over your face he'll ask the, didn't we see this somewhere he'll, he'll ask the, I'm sure we've seen this before he'll ask the kid he's like well I understand if you need to check with your manager uh, just a cause for concern about the video quality here and he points to the screen does the Guy the act guy. like he sees anything the same thing that Hank sees. But yeah, he turns around. He's like, "Oh, that's weird." He kind of like hits the side of the TV. He's like, "Yeah, I don't know." Hank's not gonna try to do more, but okay. Uh, he'll head back to the hotel and try to get some sleep. Okay. Um. So that is you guys for the rest of the evening. You guys, you guys lay down to rest, um, and. You, you do get some rest. Uh, Benji, uh, oh, BT Dubs. Hey, Benji, remember how you uh, you had lost your insomnia? Yeah, back. Yes. Okay, when you had a break, that all came back. Ah, uh, hell. Yep. So, right. uh, so if you have it marked, if you have your insomnia, like, marked out or something, you got some notes on it, go ahead and put on there that it is, uh, yeah, it, it's back. Uh, so, I think we had said previously, or I think the way it worked actually for insomnia is you have to roll some type of roll to actually yeah, attempt um, to sl- get decent sleep. What was the roll? Here, I'm, I can probably pull it up here. Um, insomnia. Let me see. It's going to take me a sec find it. They're alphabetical, Joe. You're better than this. Go. 
Sleep disorder. Is it is. Uh, go ahead and roll a Sandy check. I understand that's not the best for Benji. Success. 10 under 37. Oh, lo and behold, Benji, that's you were able to take, have a pretty good sleep. Um, the other of you, the other two of you, maybe you hear him kind of tossing and turning a bit. Uh, but he does, you are able to actually get asleep. Um, so we can update our sheet again. Yeah, go ahead and update your sheets again for any failures. Um, anyone who uh, who needs willpower? Let's see. Yes, please. I can um, do what with that again? Roll. I think I think willpower is what you roll like a uh, you roll a d4. Yeah. And you get that much back. I might be gotcha. wrong. Well, I was only one and point I away. I could use so. some health. Oh, same. Yes. Uh, well, like, we're so bad at this. Like, or I am so bad at this, I never remember to do all this. Um, I believe you roll a constitution check, and if you pass, yeah. you get one back. One? Okay. One. Just one. Just one. Did, did you both Excellent. heal up a bit? Yep. 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 One. <laughs> Hank, I, for, I didn't notice Hank was so low. He's at seven. Yeah, you you got yeah. close to dying. You got smashed in, by a clown. In clown man. <laughs> well, it's like, and the weird thing is, it's like there is no physical, like, outward injury that you have. Um, it's just hematomas. Yeah, like, it just, it was almost like, and when it happened, it was almost as if it was like boiling it out of your body. Like that's very much the sensation you got. You guys wake up in the morning. You guys wake up in the morning. There is no breakfast. You can make a coffee on the coffee pot. You know, maybe you guys ordered pizza last night. What? Or something. Um, you know, but all seems to have gone fairly quiet. I don't know. It was like, were you guys like sleeping with your guns under your pillows? Or like, I know Hank, Hank probably Hank was. Hank definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Benji was sleeping with his uh, heavy pistol in his hand with his finger on the trigger, just like thrashing around the whole <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like sitting up over the night and like swinging it around, like pointing it around the room. <laughs> just straining. He's got a picture of Michelle still just under his pillow in his hand and a shard of glass yeah. that he goes to sleep with now. The shard of the, the mirror. Of the mirror. Okay. Um... Hmm. Yeah, you guys, you guys wake up in the morning and, you know, maybe maybe any, any of you who hadn't showered the night before, you know, I feel like, Benedict, you definitely find yourself, like, reaching out and touching the mirror as you're brushing your teeth, <clears throat> um, just kind of stroking it, and it does not feel entirely solid. Um, you know, you, and this, this seems to persist. Um, but you, you guys all, at some point in time, someone turns on the TV. There's like a little TV there. Um, and maybe there's the typical news cycle. It talks about the weather. You know, it's going to be like a chilly kind of September day. You know, autumn's like, you know, kind of just kind of starting to set in. Um, and then you hear a, it, and you kind of get to like the 24-hour news cycle, you know, like local news for Boston. And you hear, uh, you I don't know if any which of you is like kind of sitting there watching it. Maybe as you put on your shoes, you hear, um, 
this just in breaking news from Boston Metropolitan Police Department. Three men oh, are no. believed to be on the run oh. after escaping the Dorchester oh. Mental Hospital yesterday afternoon. The three men are shown. Uh, it's like, and there's like, you know, you see, like, there's like a picture of all three of you. You know, it's like Jeez. on the screen, side by side, and it's all you. Damn it. And it's each of you guys standing. Who's watching this? Who's in there standing watching it? Like right when it ha- starts to happen. All of us. Sure. Like mm. you guys can all definitely come in. Like maybe Benedict is still brushing, brushing his teeth. teeth. Yeah. Uh, it's like. And you see that the pictures are all of you, and they're pictures that you don't remember taking. They're, like, very blank. Holy shit. Very neutral pictures of you standing just in front of a background. It's like, uh, reports that the three individuals are mentally unstable and may be related or may be uh, associated with domestic terrorists. Uh, police Jeez. warn. Police, <laughs> oh, police warn that anyone who sees anyone, uh, there is a hotline on the bottom of your screen. There, uh, please call that number. Uh, these men are considered to be armed and dangerous. Uh, any reports? Please, please let us know. Uh, is, isn't that terrifying, Janet? Dante? Escaped, escaped mental patient. Isn't that isn't that, isn't that scary? Uh, and they kind of Benedict throws his shoe at the talking. TV. Uh, everyone, roll me an alertness check. Did I guess it's a good thing we paid a... off the fucking front desk. Do they say anything about a cash reward? <laughs> uh, law enforcement is offering a ten thousand dollar reward uh, for any information that leads to the uh, to the to the capture of these dangerous dangerous people. Benedict, I know how we can get your money back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is not the way. <laughs> uh, Hank got a Benedict s- fails alertness. Hank success Benji for Benji. Success. Yeah. All right. Um, so make sure to always mark your failures. Um, who succeeded there? Mm-hmm. That was... Hank and Benji. Hank and Benji. Hank and Benji, you guys are looking at these pictures of yourselves, and you notice that in the kind of bottom of the frame, kind of like cropped out, um, it appears that all three of you are holding kind of, you can just barely see it in the bottom of the frame. It looks like you guys are all holding in some figuration uh, bottles. Uh, each what? one being a little different from the other one. In the picture. And it's like a sterile picture with like, I guess like a the Dorchester like plain wall background. Like it, we it's, just, like, it's just a weird neutral background that has no detail, but like I said, in the bottom of the picture of the frame seems to be each of you kind of holding a bottle. Like maybe maybe Benedict is holding his by the neck. Uh, you know, Hank is kind of like cradling his. You know, and Benji is kind of holding his in both hands like you'd present a wine bottle. But like it's kind of like in the bottom of the frame. You can just barely make it out. And that, my friends, mm-hmm. it's probably a good uh, place to call it for today. Nice. So we are out of our wow. root timeline, and we are into the timeline that we were. That's what I was wondering. Like, what's it? Well, not necessarily because the one we we're hallucinating was like actually in Carcosa because there's shit going. There's like a war going outside the hospital in that timeline. Mm. So save it for uh, the sanity check, guys. Yeah. <laughs> save it for the sand check. All right, everyone. Everyone, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, 
we it's good to be back. I'm hoping that we we get to just stay back on our actual uh, you know schedule. Uh, that being said, though, uh, I do want to thank uh, some new folks, some new people who have joined us, our patrons. Uh, the f- Yay! Oh, we've got three new ones. Uh, it's it's been a while because we didn't do it for the for the one shots and we didn't do it for the session zero. But uh, I want to let you know that we really appreciate it. Uh, John, Kurt, and that looks a lot like Emu. Um, so it's spelled the same as Emu. So uh, or or Emu, whoever it is. Uh, but thank you guys. Thanks for joining yeah. us on our Patreon. Thank uh, you. It really really come into our jambulance. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Jambulance. <laughs> it's good to have you. Uh, <laughs> you know they're not going to hear those effects, right? <laughs> uh, it's just for us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, it helps us to do things. Um, it helps us to, you know, to be able to host our stuff. And hopefully, I was actually wanting to try to get Jean a, a real mic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It's coming. Soon, soon. It's coming. Soon, soon. But uh yeah thank you very much listen uh connect with us uh all of our socials are all down in the description of where this is connect with us uh hey go to spotify apple wherever you're listening or even youtube music i think um and leave us a review uh leave us a, a good rating we really appreciate it um besides that guys guys thank you thank Back you gotcha thank man you. You, that was so fun i believe i could go for another well, do yeah. I have good news for Can you? Can I have some more? <laughs> yes, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get back in. We're gonna record our next episode. But for those who are uh, yes, for those who are watching live, uh, stay tuned. We're gonna be back. For those listening, watching later, thank you very much. And catch us next week as these guys try to figure out what the hell they are gonna do. The manhunt is on. They are officially on the land. Mm-hmm. But guys. Sheesh. Let's, let's do it. So, uh, but everyone, thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. And remember, as always, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Peace.